Hello, and welcome to FSU Conversation, where we highlight FSU's School of Communication, its students, alumni, and happening in the industry. I'm your host, Mary Sylvia Hennett. So today's episode is going to be about tips and tricks when it comes to LinkedIn. We got so much positive feedback about our School of Communications episode, the Q&A, and so we kind of wanted to keep trying out um, another solo episode. But before we jump into this episode, I kind of want to clarify that I am not a LinkedIn expert. However, I am a college student who got a bachelor's in PR and have been using LinkedIn for about three years now. Um, I have used it to talk to recruiters, um, craft informal interviews, and network. So after a few years, I would like to think I'm pretty well versed in the platform. Um, I have gotten all my internships, job offers, and made the best connections through this platform. So you guys have sent in some really awesome questions. So today I plan to incorporate my own experience, um, insight that I've seeked from LinkedIn professionals and research on these specific topics. So let's kind of go ahead and jump in. So a lot of people really don't know what LinkedIn is for or how to get the best use out of it. But LinkedIn is a professional network site where you can search for jobs, connect with people you may know and looking to form connections with or just really build your own personal brand. At this stage in life where you're about to graduate and enter the real world, it's pretty important to build your own personal brand. What I mean by this is really just building something that is a representation of you and have an online presence, especially if you're a job seeker. Job recruiters are specifically looking for your account to know who you are, what experience you have or what it looks like, and most importantly, what you can bring to their team. So LinkedIn really kind of gives you that running start in the job market and the network is extremely invaluable. So pretty much imagine you just got your first job. It's super great. You've been there for like a year. You're friends with all your coworkers and you have this great coworker that knows what you're capable of. And one of your coworkers or that coworker decides to leave and move on to a better job. You know, you kind of figure out you're really not liking this job anymore. You know, this person that's at this new firm, that's really happy. Right there, you have a connection. You have an in above everyone else that is applying for that specific job that you could possibly go to because you have this connection. So that's kind of how LinkedIn works if you are looking for a job on here and then connecting to the real world after the math. But let's kind of just go ahead and jump into your questions. So the first question that I received is what should my LinkedIn headline be? This is a good one. So pretty much kind of how I see it is your headline when it comes to LinkedIn is your thesis about you. So like, what are you doing right now? A lot of the time people will put like, if you're a student, they'll put PR student or FSU student and then put like their internship position, but be consistent and only have one line. Don't really put it going into two lines because then it's just kind of like a lot. I suggest putting your major for potential employers. Um, if you are going to a specific route, whether it's PR, they know, okay, well, this person is the major, so they already need that qualification with the degree. For example, mine has FSU grad student, and then I have a little dash in between to separate it, and then I have post slash manager of FSU conversations. So people know that I am in grad school, but I'm also doing something on the side where I'm not just a student. All right, second question. How is LinkedIn different from other social media sites? Different from a resume, 
why do I need LinkedIn and everything is already on my resume? This is a great question. So for starters, yes, your resume is very important, but when you're applying to a job, recruiters really like to research who you are. So yes, they see who you are on a piece of paper, but they want to dive deeper. A resume, you can really only put so much into one page without it being overwhelming with information or just too little with information. But kind of having LinkedIn, you have that opportunity to put in your experience. So you can put every job that you think is important or every job that you've held that has to do with the major that you're in and be able to list all your experience, whether that being um, making bullet points Um, That way you're not really word vomiting. It's easier for recruiters to read and you can reflect your resume if you really want. I know people, instead of doing bullet points, will do summaries. But personally, to me, I just think bullet points are a lot easier to read. But also with bullet points, you're able to make highlights on what you did, what you learned, and how it contributed to this dream job that you want to have. How is LinkedIn different from other social media sites? So it's really different because this is a professional networking site this isn't something where you're going to post your instagram selfie or a facebook update that you made it to class successfully and got your iced coffee it's not something for that this is more or less where you post something that you think a job recruiter would really like or maybe something you're really proud of in your academic career or in your internship or even in your job that you're like, this is so awesome. Like I want to post about it so people can see and kind of congratulate you on what you did. How early should I start posting on LinkedIn? What if I'm an undergrad who won't be applying to jobs for years? Should I even make one? Yes, you should absolutely make one. I personally suggest creating your profile once you get into college. This way you have time to build your network, get familiar with the website and make the connections that you'll need when it's time to graduate. I personally didn't make mine until I got to FSU my third year of college, but that's just a me thing. After doing it in my third year, I realized I really should have made it my first year just to kind of get a better understanding of it because mine was more or less hitting the floor and just running. But (laughs) you learn it, you learn it very quickly. What if I'm an undergrad who won't be applying? So personally with that, I kind of say really do your research. So when I first got into LinkedIn, I found all my internships on it. Even though I wasn't applying for jobs, you can still find internships on LinkedIn. And also you can really see when they do post jobs or internships, what they're kind of looking for in a candidate. That way you can kind of really get an understanding of what's going on, what you should have on your resume, all that stuff. It's really helpful. (laughs) Okay, number four, how do professionals feel if they see a profile without a professional headshot? What are appropriate profile pictures for LinkedIn? So truthfully, I really think if you are lower in undergrad, like freshman to junior, it's not that serious about having a professional headshot if it's like you against like a white wall in your house or like you against like a brick wall in your house it works as long as you're like not posting something that's like you in your bikini or like you out getting drinks as long as it's like a good selfie that you would make like your facebook profile picture but 
very business casual, if you would like. Personally, I know for the longest time, I just used one that was like a picture of me from like my waist and up right outside of the FSU stadium. And it was just like a normal picture. I know I have heard recruiters in the past when it does come to profile pictures, they do like attire that isn't just like Phoenix. They like something that's more appropriate that you would more or less be seen in at work. So yeah, profile picture, like I said, is very different to any social media platform you have. LinkedIn is not Twitter, Instagram. You definitely need to look professional. No selfies, definitely business casual. That's a big one. Don't do a selfie. <laughs> um, this is important because it is the first impression people will have of you and it puts a face to your name. So when you are a senior getting ready to graduate and like look for jobs, I do stress, even though I said in your first beginning years, it's not as deep, but once recruiters are actually looking at your profile, they wanna see who they're letting on their team. And first impressions when it comes to profile pictures, I hate to say it, but I do think they do matter just because that's when people kind of start forming their opinion about you. All right, number five. How do I balance an informal tone on social media platforms with a more professional tone tailored for potential employers? So I don't really know if this is just geared towards LinkedIn or all social media platforms. So I'll kind of answer both. But as for like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I say just don't post anything you don't want an employer to see or just be on private because they will look. I promise you they will look. I have heard so many horror stories of people saying that with internships, by the way, not even just jobs, that they have looked up possible candidates for their internships and they just saw what their Instagram looked like and they just said, this person looks very messy. I don't want them being associated with my company. So if you are posting, you know, you out with like drinks 24 seven and you're underage, please be private, but you don't have to be business professional 24 seven on those platforms. As long as it's something that you would want your mom to see, I think you're fine. Um, but as for LinkedIn, do be professional on LinkedIn, but still be you. So use your voice and show your personality through your posts. But like I said, don't be talking about the Pike party you did a keg stand at this past weekend. That is not for LinkedIn. Probably for an Instagram story. If you're private or just not looking for jobs at the moment. But that's just something you probably don't want to put on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is more just, hey, like over the past weekend, like I just went to this conference and I learned about this, this and that. And I think that's so awesome. You'll be like, heck yeah, that is so awesome. Okay. <laughs> How important are posts on LinkedIn? How often should we be posting? And what is the best way to post? Ooh, I like this. So being a college student, I would suggest posting one to two times a month, depending on active how active you are. If you want to post weekly, all to you, that's awesome. If you only want to do one to two, that is awesome as well. It really just kind of varies on what you have going on throughout your life, what like clubs you're in, how active you are just really in that community. So a good example of post would be if you go to a club meeting for let's just say FPRA or ad club, you can post about that. If you learned something in class that you really enjoyed or feel you learned a lot from that 
something or if you're just kind of really looking to connect with more people or sort through people with certain industries, people in your network are more than happy to assist. So when I mean this, let's start with club meetings. Kind of like what I said beforehand, I remember when I was in FBRA and somebody would come to talk about um, what it's like being a solo professional. I would pretty much just kind of talk about, oh, like today I had the opportunity to meet with X, Y, and Z. They came and talked about being a solo professional. And I really learned this from it. Thank you for taking the time to come out. Like this was super awesome. And I feel like we all really learned a lot. Usually they'll respond to that. So that also really helps with making that connection with that person. But you're also showing your network that you went to this event. Like you're trying to build a better professional version of yourself by going to this. So that's one thing. As for what I kind of said beforehand, with if you're trying to look for more connections, I do remember seeing in the past, some people have posted like, hey, like I'm really interested in going into the hospitality industry in Nashville. Um, Does anybody have any connections that I could possibly connect with and kind of really learn more about um, what their day-to-day looks like and how they like the industry? And usually, like I said, your network is more than willing to help. Like they will tag people. They'll say, hey, I know this person from this firm. This is who you need to connect with. Yeah, those are kind of some posting ideas in case you guys were looking for some. What are some types of common posts? So a lot of the times what I will see on my LinkedIn, just because I'm more or less in that people are now getting jobs or people have jobs and they're getting um, promoted. I see a lot of promotional ones I see a lot of hey like I just got a job here like thank you to these recruiters that really helped me gain this opportunity but for college students I would really say some really common posts that I saw when I was in undergrad or that I even posted were projects that you've worked on um, articles you've published or anything in your internship that you're proud of an example would be I just recently finished up TAing for the PR campaigns class Shout out to Dr. Ray. She's super awesome if you ever get the chance to work with her. But (laughs) pretty much the whole semester, our students were working on a media kit to present to the client on how they can build better brand awareness and get their brand out there in the community of FSU. At the end of that, pretty much a lot of our students or a lot of posts I saw were our students talking about all the hard work they put into it and they're shouting out their team. And they really had such an experience learning through this class. Those are some really good posts to have when you are in undergrad, especially when you do work on a project for so long. Like you should brag about that on LinkedIn because that's something that's so awesome. And you put in so much hard work that you should let people know. They should congratulate you. Like I said beforehand, to not be repetitive, a lot of the times I see um, people going to their meetings Um, Another good one is if you go on a networking trip, because I know FPRA and Ad Club both do networking trips where they go and meet with a bunch of different firms. That is always a really good post when you are in undergrad, just because you can be like, hey, like I went to this city and I met with this company and this company and this company. And it was so awesome because they took time out of their day to really teach us about their values and their beliefs in their firm. So that's also a really good one. Number eight, how do I properly use LinkedIn to secure a job? I think this is going to be my favorite question because this is my niche. 
So I would say apply, connect with people in that department or the recruiting director to let them know that you have applied and ask if there's anything else they need from you or anything you do or anything you can do so they know um, who you are or get a better sense of who you are as a candidate. Some good social media platforms to follow are, I would say, Intern Queen and Career Queen. She pretty much just kind of talks about like how to get an internship or how to get a job, like the best way to pitch yourself to a job recruiter or like good follow-up emails or like good questions to ask through when you are going through the interview. I personally have followed her for many years and she has been like the Bible to me when it comes to really just becoming the best professional, whether it's for like an internship or like I said, a career and actually getting that job. How do I reach out to professionals in the career that I want over LinkedIn? How much do connections matter? Okay, so I lied. I know I said the first one's my niche, but like this is actually it. <laughs> okay, so in my undergrad career, this is all I would do because I had the deathly fear that I want to get a job. It's really funny that I say that now because I went to grad school and I'm re at that deathly fear. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so I would say search the job, search for the job that you want or pretty much the company you want and look for FSU alumni or people that you've shared previous internships with like, oh, like, cause Lincoln will tell you that they'll say, oh, you both went to FSU or like you both had internships at FSU, which automatically gives you that connection. And I say message them when you are connecting and say, hey, I noticed you're an FSU alumni. I am too. I want to reach out and introduce myself because I'm interested in working for XYZ. Can you tell me what a typical day looks like? 98% of the time, they will respond. Every time that I have tried that, they have always responded. Um, a good story that does come from this question, when I was a senior in college, my biggest thing was I want to work for this firm. Like I was so determined to work for this firm that I looked for every FSU alumni that I could and that I thought was maybe in the department that I wanted. And I found this one lady and that's pretty much what I did. I messaged her, I was like, hey, like I noticed you're an FSU alumni. This is my dream firm to work at. Do you mind kind of running me through a typical day? This is what I want to do with my life. And pretty much, she was in the HR department and where I wanted to be was the PR department. Even though she was not the person I wanted to talk to, she was so helpful because she was like, hey, like, I'm always happy to help like Noel, go Knowles, by the way. Let me connect you with somebody in the department you want to be in because I can't help you, but I want you to be helped. And she connected me with this one girl, even though she was an FSU alumni, she was so helpful. She gave me an informal interview. She told me everything people are usually looking for um, when it does come to applying to this job. And truthfully, to this day, this girl is one of my best connections that I have made through LinkedIn. I was in New York um, over spring break and I even got the opportunity to finally meet up with her. So I highly, highly suggest shooting your shot and just emailing people that are FSU alumni or in that area when you are searching for a job because honestly the worst that they're going to do is not respond. I've done it also with 
so many other job opportunities. Like I have messaged people in the MBA that are in the communications industry and be like, hey, like, I want to work for you guys. What do I do? And they'll usually say, well, we're not looking for anyone right now, but like, I'm happy to talk to you just so you can get an idea. And even though they're not looking for anybody, I would suggest still doing that because at the end of the day, they're learning who you are. So when the positioning does open up, they'll be like, hey, I remember Julia messaged me back in like August about this job. You know, she put in the effort when we didn't even have the opportunity or the positioning opening. I'm going to message her because she seems like she'd be a good fit. So yeah. Okay. Number 10. How do I reach out to someone with a career I'm interested in over LinkedIn? Okay. So this pretty much kind of, I won't stress on this too much because I really just went on that tangent about that. But same as I said beforehand, um, the biggest advice that I could have with this is don't be afraid to message them. Everybody wants to help you on LinkedIn. I used to get such bad networking anxiety. And then I just woke up one day and said, you know, what's the worst they're going to say? The worst that they are going to say is, sorry, I can't help you or they won't respond. At the end of the day, you have tried. If they don't want to put in that effort to help you, honestly, they're lost. I mean, you're a great candidate for whatever you're going for. You're putting in the effort right then and there. That's on them. So yeah, do not be afraid to message people. Put it out there. Be vulnerable. Be transparent. Say, I am looking for a job. I don't graduate till here. But I really love the firm that you work for. And I want to know what it takes to be the perfect candidate for you. Okay. Last and not least, the final question. What type of document should I upload to my profile? What else should I include on my profile? So let's start with what document should I upload? Personally, for me, I would say don't upload your resume. Your experience section of your LinkedIn is practically your resume. To me, I, <laughs> I personally just think my resume is like my national treasure. Like the only people that can see it are the people that I actually apply to the jobs for. Why? I can't tell you. Is there any reason behind that? No. But I just feel like, you know, this is you being creative for that job that you want. Also, side note, when you are crafting your resume, don't always send the same resume to every single job. I would say craft it to that specific company that you are applying to and kind of like putting it on brand with them if that's what you want. Like I saw this one guy who made, who applied to Spotify and made his resume like a Spotify playlist. Super awesome. And of course he got the job because that's probably the coolest resume they have ever seen. But that's also why I don't post my resume. Because if I use something like that to apply to Spotify and then they come and look at my LinkedIn and see this other resume, they do see that I put in the effort, but it's also kind of just like, why is this one up here, you know? But yeah, I would say for documents, I would put pretty much any type of stuff that you feel like was super awesome from your internship or from school that you've done. I know with like PR and advertising, I know I keep touching on them a lot, but they have those capstone classes where you have the client and you build your pitch or your media kit. I would think that's a really perfect example to feature on um, your LinkedIn or 
if you were had like a really awesome internship i've seen people that have done them with like nbc or like the jimmy fallon show they posted like um screenshots of the snippets that they were able to help out on so yeah those are really good things also like any white papers you've created or any like formal papers for class whether that being like research or just um, something to do with the industry that you're related to. Both are really awesome things to put in your future documents. And lastly, what else should I include on my profile? Always put your education. I think that's really important. Put your major when you're gonna graduate, but also don't be afraid to like list all the clubs, highlight pretty much anything that you think is important, any awards that you got, any shout outs you got, um, because they can be relevant to add this information if you don't have a lot of experience in an internship or job-wise. That way, recruiters are still learning um, what you are doing during your time in school and seeing that you are still putting in the effort to get experience or just put yourself out there. All right, everyone, this segment is about to come to a close. As always, make sure you follow FSU Conversation on Instagram for more information on future podcast segments and everything else School Communication has to offer. Be sure to check out our platforms, like I said, because we will be posting kind of some tips and tricks throughout this next week to kind of help go with our LinkedIn episode so you guys can use those templates in the future. So until next time, from all of us here at FSU School of Communications, be sure to always remember to keep the conversation rolling.